Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode share a little bit about my background and how I got started on this journey of the science of reading and teaching kids to read properly. So back when I started teaching, I was 22. I was teaching first and second grade and I absolutely loved it. It was such a fun experience. I got my master's degree in early childhood education with a focus in reading and I thought I knew how to teach kids to read. (laughs) Then I had my daughter and I became a stay-at-home mom. So now I have two kids at home. And during this time, I didn't realize that the way I had taught reading was so ineffective. It wasn't until I listened to a podcast by a journalist. Her name is Emily Hanford. And this podcast came out in September of 2018 that it really started clicking for me, that I absolutely did not know how to teach kids to read properly and that I was never taught to teach them to read properly. So Emily has an article and a podcast and it's called Hard Words, Why Aren't Kids Being Taught to Read? And the first time I listened to it, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. It made so much sense. And I was so upset that I never knew this information before not when I was teaching, not when I was getting my master's, and then it was only now that I was coming into this information. So Emily also put out other podcasts and articles that were really helpful for me as well while I was listening to them. The second one is called At a Loss for Words, How a Flawed Idea is Teaching Millions of Kids to Be Poor Readers. That one came out in August 2019. And she also came out with an article in a podcast, What the Words Say, Many kids struggle with reading and children of color are far less likely to get the help they need. That was from August, 2020. And this kind of trilogy of podcasts, this trio of podcasts really opened my eyes and really set me down this path of, oh my goodness, I was teacher for so long. I have a master's degree and yet I don't know how to teach kids to read properly. So I'm going to link these articles down below. You can either read them or you can listen to them as podcasts. The podcasts are fantastic. And I hope that it sparks something in you when you're listening to these to be open to thinking about your own practices of teaching reading. Maybe it's going to give you some aha moments or maybe it's going to make you feel like, oh, I already do that, which is great. It might affirm what you're already doing. As I was listening to these podcasts, I started reflecting on some of the literacy statistics that are coming out of the U.S. Department of Education, which we've all heard and we all know are unacceptable, but yet nothing is being done to change them. So we know that 66% of fourth graders aren't reading on grade level, which is such a high number. And 66% means that only 34% are at or above grade level, which is 
not acceptable and it's not okay. And we know that it's not just about what they're doing in fourth grade. It's a culmination of starting in preschool and pre-K all the way up to fourth grade. It all works together or in this case, isn't working. Something is not working here. And it's not about the teachers because I know as a teacher in a first and second grade classroom, I was doing what I was taught to do and I wasn't taught properly. I wasn't taught to teach reading properly. There's a lot of problems with how our teachers are being taught to teach reading in our professional developments, in our teacher preparation courses, in master's degree courses, they're not being taught effectively. So the, the blame cannot be placed on teachers. They're doing what they were taught to do. And they're doing it in the best way possible. What we need to do is hold our higher institutions accountable and especially our curriculum publishers accountable. These curriculum publishers are publishing materials that are not aligned with best practices for the science of reading, but they're still selling them and making lots and lots of money on them when they're not effective. We can't continue to invest in materials and theories and curriculums that are only teaching 34% of our students to read at or above grade level. It's not acceptable. That statistic is not okay. So if you're interested in learning more about the science of reading and how to teach reading properly, I suggest starting with these articles that I linked down below, Emily Hanfer's articles. They are wonderful for teachers and for parents. If you're a parent and you're interested in this, or you have a little one who's learning to read, you absolutely need this information so that you can hold your schools accountable as well and make sure that your schools are aligned with the science of reading. There are also some great books that can help you on your journey in the science of reading that you might wanna check out. I would recommend starting with Shifting the Balance. This one is a really great read for educators who are using any balanced literacy or the three cueing system to help you shift some of your practices more aligned with the science of reading. This one is an easy read. I also think Uncovering the Logic of English is a really important book for educators, but it's also really great for parents because it talks about all of the different rules and reasons why words are spelled a certain way or pronounced a certain way. If you weren't taught to read using phonics when you were younger, like I was not, this is gonna be really eye-opening for you. You're gonna be like, whoa, I didn't know there was a reason for this word to be spelled this way or to be pronounced this way. So this one's really helpful. It's a good reference book too. And then also anything by Dr. Louisa Motes, this one is speech to print. This one is excellent. It is more like a textbook. So when you're reading through it, it's not quite as easy to just read it casually. I take a lot of notes in this book. It's really like a self-study um, course. I think actually this is used in a lot of master's degree courses. This book is very comprehensive, but if you have any interest in the science of reading in a more in-depth way, you definitely wanna check this one out. There are lots of other recommendations for science of reading books as well, but at least this will get you started if you're interested in going along on this journey to improve your teaching practices, or if you're a parent and you're interested in what's going on in schools and why kids are being taught in a certain way, these are really gonna be eye-opening for you as well. Some other great trainings, I'm gonna link them down below. Really Great Reading has a great free training that can get you involved with the science of reading. I love the letters training by Dr. Louisa Motes. I will link that down below, as well as Orton Gillingham training. 
I did a training through Brainspring. There are other companies as well that train in Orrin Gillingham strategies. And those are all going to teach you how to teach reading effectively and give you great strategies and tools and activities to use so that we can change this trajectory. The trajectory that we're on, it's not working. Our kids are not learning to read effectively. And trust me, when you listen to those podcasts, you are going to be fired up because we have to change this statistic. And this is a great first step, just opening our eyes and being willing to reflect and think about our own teaching practices and understand that when we know better, we do better. That's what a lot of educators in the science of reading say. We were doing our absolute best for our students when we were teaching one way, and we need to be open and willing to understand that that is not is what's best for our students based on the science, based on the research, and to be willing to think about how you're teaching reading and be willing to reflect on those strategies, I think is so, so crucial. Now, if you're a parent watching this and you're thinking, well, I'm not teaching reading, it's still important for you to understand this so you can reinforce at home in the correct and proper way so that your little one does have a leg up and they have the foundation for success when they go to school. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Littles Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!